What's up, Playlisters? Brian from Playlist Wars here. Just want to let you know that while this show is on hiatus, both Gomez and I have separate shows that are part of the Playlist Wars extended universe, if you will. Gomez has the Sleevy G Show, which you can find at SleevyGPodcasts.com. And I have a new show entitled My Weekly Mixtape, which you can find over at MyWeeklyMixtape.com. Both shows are also available on all podcast platforms just by searching Sleevy G Show or My Weekly Mixtape. And Playlist Wars will be back soon. Thank you guys so much for your continued support of the show. What's up, everyone? This is Jason from Made You a Mixtape, and you're listening to Playlist Wars. Now, are you ready? I mean, are you really ready? Then let the battle begin! Welcome to Playlist Wars. I'm part of the dynamic duo. My name is Gomez, and I have my wonderful co-host, Brian Colburn, with a very special guest, Mitch LaFont. How are you guys tonight? What's up? What's up? I'm good. I'm ready to battle my playlist. Let's go. Wow, let's <laughs> let's just it. get right into it then. Let's not I even waste this. any time. Wait, why are we talking Huey Lewis? I mean, there's so much good rock there. So many so many good songs. Oh god, yeah. And and this is the one time that for the first time on our show, we could officially say, Gomez, we're gonna talk about the news tonight. <laughs> yeah, let's go bring it on all right well tonight like i said our topic is huey lewis in the news and the three of us have each individually created a playlist with our top 10 favorites none of which have been shared between the three of us prior to now throughout the episode we're each going to reveal our track ones through track tens one by one and craft what we each feel is the perfect huey lewis playlist after the episode, we turn it over to you, the amazing playlisters, to vote on the episode page via PlaylistWarsPodcast.com and decide once and for all which one of the three of us got it right. While you're visiting PlaylistWarsPodcast.com, you can also listen to each of our playlists just in case you want to quote unquote hear where we're coming from with our choices. So, Mitch, our esteemed guest. By the way, let me, let me just save you some time. My playlist is going to be the best one. Just, I'm just going to save you some time. It's true. It's All true. right. Well, the trash talk begins. I love it. I love where we're going with this. So, Mitch, before we kick into track one, yeah, I want to know why you're excited to talk some Huey Lewis tonight with us. Well, simply, I love Huey Lewis. Growing up in the household that I was, I followed in my brother's footsteps when it came to rock. You know, I he had Kiss records. I listened to them, became a Kiss fan. He had Aerosmith records. I listened to them. I became an Aerosmith fan. And then somewhere around 82, 83, Do You Believe in Love shows up on, on the TV. And then, of course, Sports comes out. And it was sort of that first album that I went to buy and said, I'm a music buying fan now. I'm not just going to pick up whatever is lying on the floor that my brother left because he really never cleaned up after himself. <laughs> and, <laughs> true. It's, ter it's ter terrible. If he cleaned up about himself, I, I might have just been listening to ABBA and Beethoven at this point. But I bought Sports. And I love sports. And then as MTV and then much music and all these video channels started exploding and Friday night videos, it was ubiquitous. It was everywhere. And it was like me and the world were locked into this love of I want a new drug and harder rock and roll. And it was great. And of course, Walkmans came out, uh, you know, at some point you could put the cassette and Walker. It was just perfect. And so, you know, props to Yui. We love Yui. And I'm even wearing a Yui shirt. You can't see it because it's on the podcast. Look at 
Right. Well, <laughs> tonight's all about celebrating the fantastic music that is Huey Lewis in the news. So, Mitch, why don't you kick us off with your track one? My track one is perfect for track one because it, it, if you actually put it first in a playlist, it, there's a slow lead into it. And it's a, some of my lies are true from the very first album. You know, when I love a band, I always go back and buy the catalog for better or for worse. Cause I always figure even if I find one extra song that I like, that's one extra song that I like. So I, I went back and I bought picture this and then I went and bought the first Huey Lewis and it's great. It's very short. I forget how long it's like a half hour and every song is like two and a half minutes. And some of my lies are true is just a perfect sort of punky pop song. And it's, it's great. And, it actually is first in my playlist, by the way, <laughs> in my real Yui Lewis playlist in my phone. It's first. It's because it it slowly it sort of slowly it sort of slowly comes in and then it kicks in and then it just sort of slowly fades out and then you can go to a second track. It's perfect there. It's just perfect. Fantastic track. I I will say this: their debut album. I love the word that you picked for it. It is their punkiest effort because yes. I feel like that part of the band kind of left as they moved forward throughout their career so there's this 70s raw energy to that album unfortunately being my age the first album i discovered by the band was picture this so nothing from the first album made my playlist but in time i've gone back to really grow and appreciate that album it's a great album and this is why i'm going to win the vote because <laughs> i'm picking the great songs it's true Gomez. Frozen. Oh, Mr. Gomez is frozen. But while he's frozen and trying to unfreeze, <laughs> we can uh, certainly continue. Not not with a second pick, but if you go back to that first album, Trouble in Paradise is such a great oh. song. You know, stop trying, stop trying. To, oh, it's like, come on. That is so good. And, you know, who cares? Perfect. When you're in a oh. bad mood, you just go, who cares? It's perfect. Ah, is Mr. Gomez back? Yeah, sorry about that. I froze. Well, listen, we continued without you. No, no worries. <laughs> In fact, right. Brian made an offer to be the new co-host, so. <laughs> wow. No, I guess I'm fired. Damn. <laughs> it appears to be that way. He's, uh, he's enjoying that, the new vibe. <laughs> I still love you, man. So while we're back now, Gomez, Summer My Lies Are True. It did not make my list, unfortunately. Uh, when I started listening to Huey Lewis, I was a little bit on the older side. All right. So then yeah. with that being said, Gomez, what is your track one? So my track one, I went to the 1986 album four. I went hip to be square. Just this song made me feel good. I don't know what it was like that cool poppy feel, you know, it made you kind of feel kind of good, especially a little bit of a square, a little bit of a nerd, you know, made you feel kind of good. It just made it seem like fun. And then, you know, watching the music video at that time was really cool. And then, you know, the song features Football Hall of Famers, Ronnie Lott and uh, Joe Montana from the San Francisco 49ers at that time, you know, as background singers in the video. So it was kind of cool to see that. And also being that I am a movie video game fanatic, no, Brian, it was not in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I would be God, the first time. I'll be honest with you, if that made Grand Theft Auto, it would have been awesome. But it made in the uh, movie American Psycho with Christian Bale. That was a funny scene because it's like, chopping a guy with an axe, which is kind of funny. So it, it just, one of those things you remember, but my first song that I truly love from him, Hit to Be Square, 1986 four album. That is my track one to begin this, my track. 
All right. That is my track nine and nothing. I, I can't say anything about the song without anytime I've ever brought this song up. Somebody's dove into that American psycho soliloquy that he gives during the movie. And I, I love the movie and I love the scene, but I feel like it is kind of detracting from what is a very fun Huey Lewis song. I own the original 45 of it. Four was one of the first vinyl albums I bought after I purchased Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al Yankovic. It was one of the first bands that I went out and bought the vinyl record myself. That album really resonates with me. And I feel like the movie almost detracts from what is such a fantastic song. Although I love the fact that for funny or die, Huey Lewis reenacted that scene with Weird Al Yankovic and put a spin on it with I Want a New Duck. And yes. Huey killed Weird Al, which is absolutely hysterical. But to my track nine, I love the tune. Mitch? I have a love-hate relationship with that song because when I hear it and when I play it, I like it. But I hated the video. I just hated that up-your-nostril camera work. It drove me crazy. It would come on up here in, uh, in Canada on Much Music. I would literally just close my eyes and listen and just go, make it stop, make it stop. So I have that burned into me that it irritates me, even though when I have it on my playlist and it shows up on the radio, I love it. It's a great song. But that whole connection of hating that video, I just, I can't choose it. I can't, it, it drives me nuts. I can't. I don't need to see Yui's nostrils. <laughs> Especially if he didn't clip his nose hairs, you know. Oh, I hated that video. It was awful. Worst <laughs> video of the 80s. And I'll be the first to admit, as much as some of Huey Lewis and the News's videos are iconic snapshots of the 80s, which I'm sure we'll talk about throughout this show, Hip to be Square was not one of them. It's so irritating. So sadly, no trifecta for Hip to be Square. But moving on to my track one. This song was released as the band's first single from sports back in 1984, and it peaked at number six on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100s. I got to go with the song that kicks off probably the band's finest hour, if I do say so myself, 1983 Sports, and the song is The Heart of Rock and Roll. It is just a, to me, a perfect encapsulation of what Huey Lewis in the news is. I love the horn section. I love the fact that it's mixing this older style of, I don't want to say oldies, but Motown and these different genres and kind of bringing it into this rock. That's almost infused with a Bruce Springsteen kind of sound. And you kind of bring them together to create their own unique sound. I will argue though, because in 2009, Blender Magazine listed this song sixth on its 50 worst songs of all time list. I don't agree with that at all. I love the song. When I saw Huey Lewis do the sports tour and they opened with this, I had goosebumps. I love the album. And to me, I wanted to kick it off with one of the big hits. I, I, I have to go with some of the hits here. And the heart of rock and roll is one of them. That's my track one. Not a bad track. No, it's a very good track, Brian. It's actually my track nine. Wow. So we flip-flopped one and nine, apparently. Yeah, yeah, we did. Truly awesome song. It's one of my favorites, too. But it was also in uh, 1984. It was nominated for Best Group Video. Losing, mm -hmm. do you know to who? Who'd they lose to? Hollow Notes? You got me on this one. ZZ Top Legs. Really? Huh. Yep. Okay, well, I'll be honest. I do like the Legs video a little bit more, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it is a better looking video. That is for that is for sure. It is true. It is, but 
1984, uh, they lost to uh, ZZ Top for that one. Wow, and that's also losing out on the Grammy Award, which went to Tina Turner's What's Love Got to Do With It. I gotta say, Yui didn't get a lot of respect from the industry when it came to awards and stuff like that, you know? Wrongly. Yeah, they're not even in the hall, uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and yet that whole sort of preppy rock of the mid-80s was originated by Yui. Mm-hmm. You know? Yuppie rock was all was all Yui. 100%. So, Mitch, Heart of Rock and Roll, did it make your list? It does. Yes. And where is that at? Well, I, I put everything in my playlist in order of the uh, of, of appearance. So I'm rejigging as I, as I go along. Right now it's sitting at number three. It's probably not going to end up at number three. But, uh, yeah, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't put them all. I, I have them there. I'm looking at the songs. In fact, I put 12 songs, and I'm sort of thinking, all right, which ones do we go with? But, you know. He's pulling the Gomez, Brian. He's pulling the Gomez. That's it. Gomez rejiggers his playlist as we're going along. I usually set it and forget it. There's so many songs that at some point you just got to go, oh, yeah, I need that one too. And oh, yeah. So it's sitting right there at number three, but I think it'll go down to the end. I'm looking at this as a concert where you you build to the big finale, you know, the big boom. Here we go. Yeah. Well, we have a trifecta on Heart of Rock and Roll, which is awesome. With that being said, Mitch, we're back to you for your track two now. Ding, ding, ding. Track two. I am going to go to uh, Plan B, which is a a fantastic, fantastic album that came out uh, later, uh, 2001. And I'm going to go with a song, uh, When I Write the Book. It was originally by Rockpile, which is Nick Lowe, you know, the guy... uh, uh, I'm trying to think what what the big uh, Nick Lowe is. Uh, Cruel to be kind. That's the that's the big song. And I find that the way that Huey Lewis reinterpreted this is absolutely perfect. And and again, in my real phone playlist, I have some of my lies are true going into when I write the book, and they just complement themselves perfectly. So uh, Plan B and uh, when I write the book is track number two. I have some memories attached to Huey Lewis in the news that are born and bred between the picture this and four album, because those are the three albums that I listened to with my parents growing up. I have the most memories attached to those albums and I kind of stay in that wheelhouse, but that takes nothing away from how fantastic the band's output is even from 94's four chords and several years ago, Soulville, uh, weather, they have so many great songs. I just, when I was making my list, I said, can I, really replace x with y and i couldn't for me but i love the pick i love the song but unfortunately didn't make my list i was doing the same thing is this one really better than that one and and i just started thinking you know when i'm walking the dogs and these these are the ones that i'm really singing along to you know even if it wasn't part of when i was 15 these are the ones where i just you stop and there's a smile on your face and i go okay it's got to go you know, and mm-hmm. that's why I picked it. And, and of course, Plan B is probably the best sounding Huey Lewis record. I, I don't know who produced it. In fact, here, let me go look here since I have the computer on. See, it was produced by Huey and Johnny Cola, and they just nailed it. Everything on that album is perfect. It sounds, when you put it in your headphones, it just sounds perfect. The separation of the musicians on it is is beautiful. And that's something in a mix that, unfortunately, with modern music, they mix everything right down the middle. 
and everything just kind of fights each other and the separation between the instruments in that song. You could truly just say, I'm going to listen to the bass this time around and just focus in on it because it's so well mixed. Yeah, Johnny does great work. In fact, Johnny should be producing other bands at this point. Now that Yui is not touring, Johnny should be out there producing the new hip artists because he's got an ear or he's got a really great ear. Definitely. Gomez, did it make your list? No, it did not make my list, unfortunately. I went went somewhere else with mine, unfortunately. No, nah, that's all good, man. So where do we go with track two for you? So track two, I did go with the 1984 sports album. And I went with a little bit of a, I don't know, you could say a little sadder tune, if this is it. I don't know why, but this song kind of hits me a little bit, even though it's 1984 and I was only like five years old. But as growing up, it kind of hits you a little bit. Now knowing a little bit more, the music video was filmed out in uh, Santa Cruz, California. And it was about reconciling with his girlfriend at that time. Sees her at the park, the beach, everywhere. Flashbacks to a romantic dinner. And it was about his ex-girlfriend, if I remember, Sandra Wilder. A truly great song. I truly love it. I, I could actually say one point in my life, there was always that first love that this is it. It's done with, you know what I mean? But as I, as I am now many years later, happy with it. And I'm glad it, this is not it for me. So <laughs> if this is it, number two for me on my track list. I'll be honest, Gomez, that was bouncing in and out of my track list all the way up to this. It is sitting right now as my track 11. It just got bumped out, Ooh. but I love that song so much. It is probably the most iconic Huey Lewis video there is when only their heads are sticking up out of the sand, kind of bopping back and forth, singing the chorus. I mean, that is an MTV video music moment that I will never forget and is just embedded in my head when I think of 80s music videos. And alongside of that music video, it was their fifth top 10 hit and third consecutive number six hit on the Billboard Top 100. I I can't say anything bad about the pick. Mitch? Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to badmouth that pick. It's a great song for my playlist. I tried to stick to more upbeat songs, you know, stuff that'll get you walking. Mm-hmm. I tried to stay away from uh, simple as that and naturally. And if there's a, all songs I love, I mean, absolutely nothing wrong with those songs. I just wanted to keep it a little bit more upbeat. That's that was where I was going with this. So uh, it didn't make my list, but. Certainly could, and that's why we're not doing a top 50, because we're listing all these songs. <laughs> all right, well, for my track two, I'm actually going with what I would say would be a deeper cut. This song was never released as a single, and I'm actually shocked that it wasn't, because it is probably in my top three favorite Huey Lewis songs of all time. It's the second track on 1982's Picture This, and it's Tell Me a Little Lie. It's a great song. This song has a reggae rock vibe to it, which really stands out from the rest of the album, which still incorporated a little bit of the punky spirit of their debut, but was definitely headed much more towards the sports direction and the kind of the soul aspect of Huey Lewis in the news that people come to know and love over the years. But this song just had that vibe where it was in a minor chord, but it was still upbeat and my God, the vocal harmonies in it, just grab your attention and hold on to it the whole song. I was always shocked that this was never released as a single. And it's probably one of two really, I would say, deeper cuts that I'm going to go with on my list. But it's just one of my favorite songs of all time by them. And I'd be curious to see if either one of you guys picked it. 
I did not pick it, but I looked at that, and then I also looked at giving it all up for love, and I went, all right, listen, I've already picked a couple of covers, but let's not go with the Phil Lynott song, but or the Thin Lizzy song or whatever, but Tell me a little line to remember you. It's such a great song. I, I, I mean, that album is perfect. You know, that was the funny thing when I bought sports and I went backwards in time, mm-hmm. is that I discovered these two great albums and I went, how did I not hear about this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, why is Montreal Radio not playing this? Why why was this stuff not huge? And then you go back and you see the video for Do You Believe in Love? And you go, oh, that's why they weren't playing it. Okay, I got you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got you. I see. I understand now. Kind of embarrassing, but okay. Gomez, did it make your list? Unfortunately, no, it did not make my list again, Brian. Sorry. All right. Well, Mitch, we're back to you for track three. Are you going to stick with Heart of Rock and Roll there? Or are you going to No, no, it? no. I'm I'm going to bring in uh, the, the heavy guns now. I'm going to uh, – heavy artillery coming in right now. I'm going to blow you both out of the water. We're going to go with the power of love, obviously. All right. And the greatest thing about the power of love, it, it's two. One, it irritated the ever-living daylights out of me because at the time, you could only buy it on the vinyl. They didn't have a cassette of Back to the Future. And I hated that because I've, I've never liked vinyl. I was a cassette guy to a CD guy. And I was like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Put it on a goddamn cassette. <laughs> you know, and uh, but also for me back then, soundtracks were the songs that weren't good enough to be on the band's real album. That's how I perceived it. And, and of course, wrongly, because there's been a lot of great soundtracks from the 60s and 70s. But my perception was, if it's on a soundtrack, it means it, it, one of these songs that sucked and couldn't go on to your regular album. And then I heard Power of Love and my brain went, oh, yes, apparently you can put your best song on a soundtrack. And it, it sort of changed my perception of what soundtracks were. It changed my perception of Yui. And then it gave me that chase because for years I chased it. I'm going to get it on cassette. I'm going to get it on cassette. And I never did. And then finally I got it on CD and I went, huh, mother, f- I beat you. I got the stupid song. <laughs> so, so the, and, and it's just, a, it's a powerful song. And of course, the Back to the Future and it's just, it's just everything. So, and, you know, put that right after when I write the book. It's perfect. Gomez? Of course it did make my list. And I ended my track with The Power of Love. Like Mitch said, great, powerful song. You know, big movie, uh, loved Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future. Wonderful movie that I own now on Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, all those years, <laughs> man. You're talking about great, great movie, and I, I, I can't get sick of it either. It's just one of those things. And hearing that song over and over again, just one of those songs you can never get tired of. So track 10 for me is The Power of Love. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. That is my track 10 as well. I had to close with it. Oh, my God. It is a fantastic closer. It's it is the band's most memorable hit and it was their first yeah. number 1 hit on the US Billboard Hot 100 and their second number 1 hit on the US mainstream rock chart. I absolutely love the song. The thing that a lot of people don't know though is it actually did make an official Huey Lewis album. Not a greatest hits either. It made 4 in Japan. Exactly. And that is the CD version that I have. So it has always been a part of the four album to me as much as it's been synonymous with the Back to the Future soundtrack. Now, Brian, I have to ask. Yes. Was it an eBay buy or a Walmart buy? No, that was a that was a Discogs buy. Found it at an okay. independent record store, Princeton Record Exchange in Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. I had to ask, dude. And I pulled that thing out and I said, wait a minute, is this the international version? 
Mm-hmm. And of course, like my nerd friggin' senses went nuts. And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, and I celebrated it in the store. My wife just looked at me and she's like, you stupid nerd. And uh, yeah, we went from there. <laughs> it's not a spidey sense. It's a nerd sense. Oh, of music. definitely. So you are the Spider-Man of music. When I can, I love to mention cover songs. Once again, newfound glory from the screen to your stereo yeah. three. They do a very fun version of this punked up. Fun New version. Found Glory covers. No, no I'm not going to accept. I'm just not going to accept it. Just, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not, not going to accept that. There's, there's actually a cover version that Yui and Johnny Cola they went over to Germany and did a German show, and mm-hmm. it's one of these sort of like uh, um, the Voice or whatever, and they have all these saxophones and female singers, and then they put a CD out of it, and I'm trying to find the because uh, I actually have it, but I'm trying to find it in my in my playlist, and it's a really sort of funked up version and it's just Johnny and Yui and then all these studio musicians from Germany. And it's great. Wow. I have to look that one up. That's awesome. Yes, because it was a TV show and the video it's on YouTube and it's great. Well, we'll make sure to embed. If, if I could pull it up on YouTube, we will embed it on the show page at playlistwarspodcast.com. Yeah, you absolutely can hear it's uh, the power of love. On the Knights of the Proms 2003 CD with Orchestra 2 Novcento. Wow. Great, great version. Love it. Love it. So, Gomez. Yes, sir. We're back to you for track three now. So, track three. I definitely went off the uh, picture of this album, 1982. And this song caught my ear watching a movie. Yes, I am that movie guy. And it started with Tom Hanks as his was growing up to being this little boy, wanted to be really big and the movie big. I'm going to start off with working for a living for track three. Mm-hmm. Truly a great song. I love the beat to it. He actually wrote the song thinking about all the jobs, sort of jobs he kind of did popped up as a bus boy or a bartender before he became a musician. The song peaked at number 20 of the Billboard uh, Mainstream Rock Charts. Truly a great song. It's like an autobiography of his life before he became a musician. So 1982, picture through this album, Working for a Living, track three for me. I love the track, Gomez, but I have several tracks from Picture This on my list, and this was one of the ones that had I had to make a hard cut on. It's definitely high in my honorable mentions list. I have no shame to say that I love country music as well as rock, as well as all the other stuff I listen to. And Garth mm-hmm. Brooks does a really fun version with Huey Lewis on one of his That's greatest really. hits compilations. And Huey plays harmonica on it. They do some vocal swaps back and forth. And uh, it's a fun version. It's, is it as good as the original? No, but it's still fun. He, he does that, that version with, uh, with Garth, and it's great. I mean, uh, I'm not a country fan, though I respect uh, the art and I respect. But Garth is... He transcends. I mean, he's 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 not a country star. He he's a rock star. I mean, Garth Brooks is a rock star, and it's a great version. It's a it's a really great. It's a very fun fun <laughs> version. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they made a video where they were like on a race course or something like that. I think I've seen Ooh. that somewhere. But it's a great version. So Did it make your list. I had to hard cut too because I I didn't want Ooh. to. Yeah, and I love the song, but I didn't want to have my entire playlist be the first three albums. So I said, okay, I'm going to go one here, one here, one here. We'll go all through all the discography. And if there's any spaces left, I'll come back. So no, it didn't, but it, 
absolutely deserves to be there. It's 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 a fantastic song, and I, I actually was almost going to say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the Garth Brooks version with with Yui as my pick, but no, I didn't. But it's a great song. All right. Well, mo- moving on, my track three. I'm going up to 1986's four album. This Bruce and John Hornsby pen track became the band's third number one hit on the Billboard Top 100. And this is Jacob's Ladder. This song, which the video is just a simple 80s live concert video. Every band had one. Bon Jovi had Living on a Prayer. This was Huey Lewis's version. The song just rocks. And you don't picture Bruce Horns because you're so used to hearing the songs like The Way It Is and Mandolin Moon that this one kind of comes out of left field, but Bruce Hornsby later recorded his own rendition of the song for his 88 album. Which I have album. queued up if you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Seeds from the South Side, yeah. I got and, it all. And by I, got the way, it, I got it all queued up. This one is just a fantastic rock song, and I personally like Huey's version more than Bruce <laughs> Hornsby's, but, I mean, I can't put down. Bruce is an amazing, amazing songwriter, and I just love what they did with the track and again there was no way that no matter how good four was it was never going to live up to the mass hysteria that was sports so it had a right. tough nut to crack and jacob's ladder i think was a great way to chip away at the sports legacy with another fantastic song hey brian yeah when you said mandalay moon it's mandalay rain mandolin rain i'm <laughs> sorry. sorry no it's mandalay bay it's a rest it's a it's a, it's a hotel it's not the hotel Yes. <laughs> He's the piano player in the lobby. It's one of my favorite songs. Mandolin Moon <laughs> is a song by Sister Hazel. And I screwed the, I mixed the two up. <laughs> Damn oh it. Too many songs are rolling around our head. You screwed the pooch. Yeah. Too many songs. You screwed songs. the pooch on that one. <laughs> man, oh man. So, okay. Did Jacob's Ladder make anybody else's list or am I alone on this one? Is it just me? No, just you. Okay. No, there there are a couple of songs that I I was looking at on four, and uh, I I was gonna pick naturally, mm-hmm. and I didn't. And then the other song that I did pick, and I'll explain why, is is later in the list. But yeah, I've I've got my one four song on there. Sports ended up with three songs because you know it's sports. So right. <laughs> so all right. So track four, Mitch. What you got? Uh, well, I'm going to go right to sports. I'm going to go to I Want a New Drug. You know, watching uh, Friday night videos and all the different video shows that were in the afternoon, that song was everywhere. That is probably the song that got me started with, I'm trying to think, was it Heart of Rock and Roll or Heart and... Probably was I Want a New Drug. You know, and he puts his face in the bucket of water or the sink full of ice or whatever, the, you know. And, and of course, in a playlist right after the power of love, I mean, you've got, I mean, that, that's, that's a driving playlist right there. You can work out to this. I mean, your, your playlists are good for gardening, I guess, but mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, I think he's talking about you. This is driving fast cars and, and pumping weights. That's what my, my playlist is going to get you moving. Jacob's ladder. I don't know if that's good for trimming bushes and pruning and stuff. Trimming, I don't know. Yeah, it's good I for trimming bush. It's really is. <laughs> Gomez, did it make your list? Actually, it did, man. We're going to be closing out my track list pretty quickly because that's my number eight. I want a new drug from the sports album. First of all, the video is always hilarious because I always loved it when he dunked his face in ice in the sink, uh, as Mitch said before. It's one of my favorite scenes. But according to Lewis, he did write the song with only in, within a few minutes. He did this song, and it's kind of funny. He was at his attorney's house. Um, he walked in, wrote it up. 
boom, he got a hit. But it was it you know it wasn't a, a pro drug song. It was supposedly a love song for I Want a New Drug. So that was pretty cool. And you know there was I, I hate to say the word a little lawsuit in the process. Of, <laughs> okay, so it was a major lawsuit. 1984, filming the Ghostbusters movie, Huey sued Ray Parker Jr. and the rights of the song for an uh, infringement. I believe it was. Yeah, well, deservingly so. And you know it's kind of funny they did settle out of court. And, you know, it was kept confidential, but uh, VH1 behind the music was trying to break that confidentiality, but no one cracked. But again, great song, Mitch. I love it. It's my number eight. I want a new drug. Ryan. I cannot complete the trifecta on this one. I picked other songs oh, from sports, you. but I love the song. I obviously, our friend Lauren from the Beard Owl podcast would kill us if we didn't mention I want a new duck by Weird Al. Oh, yeah. But honestly, when you're talking about Ghostbusters and you think about the scenes where the Ghostbusters theme is in the movie and you know that they sent the movie to Ray Parker Jr. with I Want a New Drug in that scene's place, it makes sense why they basically just rewrote the song. So, yeah, I love the tune. I have nothing but good things to say about it, but unfortunately did not make my list. Wow. All right. It's the quintessential Huey uh, Lewis song. That's the one that was on Friday Night Videos. Come on. Who doesn't remember Friday night videos? NBC, 1230. Yeah. Back. <laughs> Ruined my sleep pattern. <laughs> back to you for track four, Gomez. So track four. Brian, we had this discussion earlier when I said, I'm going to have some surprise songs for you. So this is actually going to be a surprise one. Off the Weathered album, I am there for you. First of all, that was such a great album, Weathered. Uh, definitely needed more credit to this song. It has this bluesy tune to it. And... It was very awesome and how he dedicated it to the people for the COVID-19. If you go on YouTube, you'll find the video. And I tell you, it was great to see Huey do that for everybody. You know what I mean? It touched me because, you know, I'm not a frontline worker, like, you know, medical fire safety officials. I'm a retail guy. Worked through it. And I tell you, that song kind of hit me a little bit. And I thank him for that song. And it was just great. And it just had that bluesy guitar vibe to it brian like you got me into a different genres of music you know you known me growing up as a hip-hop kind of guy and you opened up my ears to country which is still not in my wheelhouse but i do listen now this one was just it opened it up and it's just i don't know just the, the beginning of the riff of the guitar no i'm not gonna sing it or hum it <laughs> because i i already embarrassed myself once on this track four off the weathered album i am there for you love the album Hope it's not their swan song. I hope there he's still able to record given he's not able to tour anymore. I hope he can figure out a way to continue to put out music. Unfortunately, like I said, I didn't go too much past the nineties, but that doesn't discount how much I really enjoy the album. It's just not on my list, but I love the pick Mitch. It's a great pick. It's a great album. I mean, uh, the only problem with weather is that it's seven songs. I mean, had it been, 12 songs, I'd probably be one of their greatest albums ever. So not a song I picked. I actually picked uh, three from Weather. I'm staring at my list and I'm looking at which one I'm going to eliminate because <laughs> I'm going to have to eliminate some. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm probably going to have to eliminate the cover song and, and go with the, uh, the, the originals because you don't want to have 10 songs of Huey Lewis covers. That would not make sense. All right. Well, my track four is the last top 10 hit for the band, which peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and was only prevented from moving up to number one 
by Robert Palmer's Simply Irresistible and Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine. And this song was written by a former bandmate of Huey Lewis from his Clover days. The gentleman's name was Alex Call. And he also wrote, I apologize in advance, Gomez, 8675309 Jenny for oh, Tommy Tutone. This is from 1988's Small World. I'm going with Perfect World. I brought up Tell Me a Little Lie as my track too. And to me, this song is the bookend for it because it has, again, that reggae feel that, dare I say, is an underrated part of this band that I wish they explored more over the decades because they do it so friggin' well. This song is so catchy. The horns are fantastic in it. And I feel like this was a very underrated Huey Lewis song because everyone at that point was kind of moving on musically and musically was kind of shifting away from the, I don't want to call it bar band rock, but preppy rock. Yeah. It was shifting away from that more towards what the era that guns and roses was ushering in at that point. But I absolutely love the pick and that's my track for perfect world. Yeah. I, I contemplated perfect world. I also contemplated all Antone, And then I said, do I really want to listen to Perfect World or do I want to listen to, you know, Power of Love? And I went, all right, Power of Love. All right, that's going to win. <laughs> uh, same thing with Old Antone, which is track two on that album. Fun track, uh, you know, loosey-goosey kind of track, but on the top 10 playlist, no. Uh, top 15, maybe. But uh, yeah, yeah, Perfect World's a great song. Gomez? Alex Cole. I'm sorry, dude. It did not make my list, man. Right. It, was, hey. it was a great song. It just, uh, if, 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 like Mitch said, if I was doing a top 15, it would have been like in the, that would be my number 13. Yeah. All right. All right. And uh, uh, Clover has uh, that song, Streets of London, that UE sings, which is a terrific tune. Um, All right. Let me go. Let me, uh, let me look at my list here. So we've got, uh, I want a new drug. What would slide in real nice after that? All right. I'm going to go with From Weather While We're Young. Mm. And part of that is because every time I hear it, it makes me smile. First of all, there's a couple of lyrics that make absolutely no sense. And I just grammatically go, what the hell is that? And I laugh. And it's just a cute song. And the video is cute. And the, the whole thing is adorable. It's like a puppy. The, the song is like a little puppy. And you just have to like it. So uh, right after I want a new drug, I'm going to go to While We're Young. And it's it's just... It's, it's like the puppy of the playlist. Fantastic track. Did not make my list, obviously, because I mentioned the thing about the 90s. But when I saw the sports tour, they debuted this song as a their upcoming single from their latest album, which actually didn't arrive till a few years later. But first time I heard it, I'm like, oh, this is always going to be a top song for me because you could just feel the hindsight and the looking back, the nostalgic feel in the song. And the band just pulls off that music so well. And it works so well in their catalog. And it really, really fits the mood of Weathered to a T. I, I mean, I couldn't picture a better lead single for that album than this one. So I love the pick. It just didn't make my list. Gomez? Uh, no, unfortunately, did not make my list. I do have a, another song from Weather, but it was not that one. All right. So we're back to you for track five, man. So track five. Again, like I said, I, I was going to surprise you a little bit, Brian. Now I went to a different album. 2010's Soulsville free. Wow. So I, I just saw that I saw your face on that. I saw your reaction. <laughs> something you never thought I'd say. I don't know. Something about this song attracted me very quickly. And hearing this song, 
It was, I don't know, awesome. It has this awesome vibe. I don't know what it is. I can't describe it because it just has this great vibe. Soul? And <laughs> well, yeah, true. Soulsville. <laughs> it was just a, I don't know, a different feel for me. And I'll tell you, it was great. The album was released in 2010. It was also a tribute to the artist and music of uh, Stax Records. Mm-hmm. Something about it, man. Like I said, track five, Soulsville Free. Soulsville is a great album from the band. And to me, it's kind of like a, I guess you'd say a pit stop on the Huey Lewis discography, almost like Four Chords and several years years ago was, where there are these covers albums, but they're about specific eras in time. And I think the band just, because of the fact that they're time pieces, it makes it more than just a covers album, which I really mm-hmm. like about it. Again, it didn't make my list, but it's a fun album. And I'd say very underrated in the catalog overall for the band. Mitch? Yeah, I, I fully agree. I didn't pick anything from Soulsville just because I wanted to avoid picking more covers. But uh, yeah, I, I skipped out on, on, on Soulsville, but it's, again... I'm a diehard Huey Lewis fan. I, I'm. I really don't think they've made a bad song. So they really, really haven't. I, I I couldn't agree more with you on that one. So now, as we move on, my track five is actually a cover of a cover. So yeah, twice over cover. Cover covered. It's kind of like that Little Caesars commercial, pizza pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, the original song was recorded in 1981 by Exile as the title track of their album, but it failed to crack the Billboard Hot 100. It peaked at 102. So it made the bubbling under Hot 100's charts. Then the Bus Boys, who were known for cleaning up the town from the Ghostbusters soundtrack, put it on their 1982 album, American Worker, and it didn't take off there. But it wasn't until Huey Lewis's Sports in 83. So this single was released three times by three different bands in three years. And I have all three versions queued up for you if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Huey's version peaked at number eight and Huey did it right. I'm going with heart and soul from sports. The song is just friggin awesome. I love all three versions of it, but Huey's is the definitive version. Hands down. The exile version is is interesting. There, the, you know, the the other two versions are not bad, but they're just not the UE version. They're they're sort of, you know, uh, the carbon copy, not as clear and crystal as the UE version. So heart and soul, good pick, good pick. I didn't pick it because I was sticking away from the um, covers, <sighs> but mm-hmm. great pick, Gomez. Unfortunately, Vern, I it was a hard, hard decision uh, between free and that song. All right. And I, I had to go with free just because of the vibe I was getting. So it, it was hard to cut that song off my list. But unfortunately, it would be my number 11, though. All right. All right. Well, we've reached that glorious point of the podcast where if this was Mitch's Back to the Future cassette that he never had, he would pull it out and flip it over and start with side two. So, Mitch, why don't we pick up with your track six? Uh, I'm going to go to uh, Robert Mutt Lang and uh, We Both Believe in Love, which Huey Lewis turned into Do You Believe? All right. And uh, a horrible video notwithstanding, the song is just an absolute masterpiece. And what's really proper about this song is you listen to the Mutt Lang version with Supercharge when, when you hear them say, we both believe, and you go, what, the, what, are, you, what are you talking about? We both, get away from me. 
And then Yui comes in and goes, do you believe? And you go, yes, of course I do. Thank you, Yui. And just tweaking the lyrics took it from a trash song to a classic. So Yui wins for turning it into a classic. There you go. The band's first top 10 hit peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100. It's my track eight. I absolutely (laughs) love the song. It's the song that introduced me to the band. It's the song that when my father, I remember him bringing home. Picture this. I was four or five years old. I remember him putting the needle right on. He went right to that song and played that first. Then he played the album in its entirety. So this was my introduction to the band. There was no way I was putting together a playlist without it. I actually love the way the band has changed it over the years. If you see them live, they've done reimagined versions of the song, maybe to match the way Huey could sing now. But the reimagined version is fun in and of itself as well. You know, really represents where the band is currently musically. And I think that's on the Live at 25 album. There's that version as well. So definitely worth checking that out. But that's my track eight. That live album, by the way, live from Chico, California, because, you know, that's where rock is, the bedrock of rock. That's a perfect sounding live album. You know, when you talk about great sounding live albums, that one is perfect. Perfect. Unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. Gomez, do we have a trifecta with it? Sorry, I have the trifecta killer on this one. Oh, man. It would have been my number 12. Again, I believe in love, but I just didn't believe it at that time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, but uh, you see this. Anyway, great song. And uh, it's not on your. So what's on your playlist? then? Yeah, so you're up to six, Gomez. What do you got? So my track six. I went back to the Weathered album. Her love is killing me. I love the drum entrance and the harmonica and what sounds to be an organ in the background on this song. You know, it hasn't put out an album at that time in almost 10 years. So getting this song out there was great. You know, unfortunately, at that time, I hate to say it, 2018, uh, we all know Huey Lewis was diagnosed with. I can't even pronounce what he was diagnosed with because I can't even say it. Meniere's disease. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never heard of it. I just uh, anything like any kind of disease that anybody gets, I, I just feel horrible for. So it's one of those things that happens. And, you know, it's just one of those songs, though. He jammed it. He rocked it. Awesome tune. Great way to start my back five. Track six, Her Love is Killing Me. Just one of those great tunes for me. Another great song from Weather that I didn't represent, maybe maybe wrongly, because that is a fantastic album. Mitch? Absolutely. I have it on my list. It's in the 12 that I, that I highlighted and probably will end up on there because it's a great song. You know, it's I'm just trying to think, which one do I throw out? (laughs) Which two am I going to? Because I'm staring at this going, I can't throw that one out. I can't throw that one out. I can't throw that one out. But, you know. As we always say to the fellow playlisters when we're on social media, the struggle with this is real. All right. So moving on. My track six is the other deep cut that I have on my list. It's also from Picture This. This was my first favorite song by the band, even though Do You Believe in Love is the song that introduced me to Huey Lewis in the news. For some reason, as depressing lyrically as this song was, it was the one that I fell in love with. And I think it was the guitar riff of this song that Chris Hayes brought to it. And I'm going with the only one, which for some reason, songs that tell a story have always resonated with me. And this is Huey Lewis at his storytelling best. And it's a driving song. It's a straight ahead rock song. And I mean, the breakdown where it gets somber, it it just really catches your attention. And it's, I'd say 
damn near one of his most powerful songs. Tells a great story. I mean, look, I'm three and four years old and I'm this song is resonating with me. And it isn't until I get older that the lyrics start to sit in and I, I get to marinate on what he's the story that he's telling. And it's just grown with me over the years. And I could not see creating a playlist without including this one. So the only one is my track six deep cut there. So I'm, I'm guessing I'm alone with this one, but I would love, love, love to hear someone else has it. Don't have it, but could have had it. Definitely could have had it. I mean, the entire picture of this album and the entire, the first three albums, there's no throwaways for me on any one of those three. So uh, let's make a 30 song playlist and I'll have all, I'll have all of them on there. <laughs> 30 song playlist. I'm not having, but um, Brian, no, did not make mine. Unfortunately. All right. Well, Mitch, we are up to your track seven here and you still have to plug heart of rock and roll in somewhere. It looks like it's coming. It's coming. Um, all right. I'm probably going to keep it for there for the end, but uh, I'm going to go with forest for the trees. Ooh. From the four album, I just love that song. When it came out, I had no idea what "Forest for the Trees" was. I had never heard that expression, and I thought that's really stupid. And then I, and then I, I found out what it meant, and I went, "Oh, that's kind of genius." And just just that sort of like weird connection of me having to discover what it meant and get sort of being educated by Huey Lewis. Well, for the uh, people that don't know, if you want to, why don't you share it? Well, I forgot. No, uh, no. With Forest for the Trees, it's it's just a, it's a fun song. It's an adorable. See, I'm all about the adorable songs, and it's just a fun, fun song. And you know, I had to pick a. I didn't have to pick a hidden song, but it's just one that gets overlooked and properly marketed. It could have been a single, much like anything Bruce Hornsby was doing, much like anything Talk Talk or any of those bands were doing. Horse for the trees. Oh uh, well, did not make my list. I'll say that, uh, and I wouldn't imagine it because it's 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 at the back. It's definitely a deep cut, but I love the four album. Probably to me, four is on par with sports. I know sports is the bigger album, the juggernaut that is, but I think four was as good of a follow up to an album of that size. I mean, think about it. When you think about albums that everybody owns. Everybody owns a copy of sports. Not everybody owns a copy of four, but I feel like they should because four is just as good of an album. I think both albums are really good. Yeah. All right, Gomez, we're about to close your playlist out here. So what do you got for track seven? So track seven, you know me, Brian, pretty well. I had to go with the closing theme of the greatest movie ever back in 1985. And we're going to go back in time from Back to the Future Great ending to a great movie. Uh, supposedly this song, they recorded both, actually, Back in Time and The Power of Love. But Lewis was saying it was so much easier to write Back in Time for this, the ending of this song because you already had a plot for it and, you know, you're going, to the, you're going back to the future and everything. You know, they said that actually The Power of Love standed its own way of releasing and that went up to number one. Back in Time was released a little bit later, failed to make the charts of the heart – you know, Hot 100, which I think is a bunch of bull because it was a great song. The song ended up on uh, another great movie, but it was uh, it was in Brewster's Millions and uh, sung by Patti LaBelle. Wait. It was in the nick of time. Oh, you're right. Holy crap. Yeah. Brewster's Millions. I remember that. Yeah. With Richard Pryor. I love that movie. Richard, John Candy. Yep. And Lewis came back and replaced it with Back in Time. Was it a replacement for it? 
So little movie nitbit and God, I'm sad that this is, is uh, the closing of my track, but I'm telling you to close it now at my number seven back in time uh, track list. is just awesome. And, you know, that is my number seven. I'm kind of curious to see if anybody picked it because it took me this long to hold my, my fun for the song. Well, unfortunately, it didn't make my list. I was worried when you said it ended a movie. I thought you were going to go with Cruising with Gwyneth Paltrow. And I was like, oh, God, don't go there. Don't go there. Because to me, that's not a Huey Lewis in the news song. That <laughs> okay, is okay. a First song all, that he did with Gwyneth Paltrow for the movie. Okay. Do I look like a cruising kind of movie kind of guy? No. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually enjoyed the duets movie. I thought I thought it was a fun <laughs> movie. I didn't hate it. <clears throat> But I, I, um, I, I could not pick that song. So I'm glad you went with Back in Time, but it didn't make my list. Okay. Mitch? Again, uh, hard cut. I, I was like, well, I already have Power of Love. I can't, I'm not going to double up on one movie uh, or, or one soundtrack or one, you know, but a great song. Uh, Back in Time is, is absolutely fantastic. And there's a, I think there's a, a Jelly Bean uh, remix of it that's really actually kind of good. In fact, a lot of the Huey Lewis remixes, uh, with the exception of Hip to, to Be Square, are really good. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. You know, there you go. Definitely. So I'm about to close out my track list now with my track seven. And I went with a song that proves to the world that Huey Lewis and the News don't even need instruments to record a good song. In 1993, this song peaked at number seven on the Billboard Adult Contemporary Charts. Originally recorded 30 years earlier in 1963 by The Impressions and written by the legendary Curtis Mayfield, I'm going with their a cappella version of It's All Right. There is something that people don't realize when they think about Huey Lewis in the news. Their vocal prowess for every member of the band is up there with some of the greatest vocal harmonies of all time. When I think of bands that put out great vocal harmonies, I think Fleetwood Mac, I think the Eagles, and I think Huey Lewis in the news. And I don't care who wants to argue with that one. These guys all can friggin' sing. And that song is a definite example of why they are so good in that capacity. And I grew up going to car shows with my parents all the time, listening to a lot of doo-wop. And I felt like for 1993, for that song to be getting airplay on WPLJ and other New York radio stations was surprising because it was so different. But it, to me, it felt so fresh because I had known a lot of doo-wop and stuff. One thing I do want to make sure people realize, do not confuse this song with the track they put out a year later called But It's All Right, which was a cover of the J.J. Jackson single that they put on the Four Chords and several years ago album. Which I had I was, on my playlist, but I cut because I didn't want to have another cover. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where when I first was looking for the the single, I went out and bought four chords in several years ago and I'm listening to it going, this isn't the acapella song. What the hell is this? And my father goes, I like this one. This is J.J. Jackson. I'm like, but that's not what I'm looking for. And it wasn't until <laughs> years later when it was on the greatest hits uh, that I finally uh, got my hands on the acapella single. I know it's an odd one to pick because you don't think acapella with Huey Lewis and News but I feel like it's one of those ones that you can't ignore because it just shows how talented they are as a band. So that is my track seven. It's a great track. Love it. Love it. Track eight. Mitch, we're up to you now. You've got your, your I got last no track because we're closed. 
I got a bunch. I've got a couple more here. Uh, track eight is I'm going to go with uh, a song from the Time Flies, the best of UE Lewis compilation. Three new tracks on that, and I'm going to go with So Little Kindness. Ooh. And I love that song. And they then re recorded it for Plan B, and the two versions are different. But I, I, love, I love the version from the greatest hits. So, uh, so Little Kindness, because on Plan B, I guess they worked it up and made it a more produced kind of thing. But that Time Flies best of version is a little bit raw, a little bit dirtier. I just love it. And, and I just, I'm just, it's, I, I'm singing it in my head right now. It's just so catchy. I just love it. I'd go as far as to say that that's the best of the brand new songs on, on Time Flies. I, I think that's the best of them and probably yes. why they decided to take another stab at it for plan B. Cause it is that great of a song. Yeah. And it's, it's just really catchy. I mean, you, you hear it and then you, it just, it just repeats in your head and it, I discovered it again later. You know, I, I went away from Huey Lewis in the, you know, early 2000s. Then I started going back and, and I heard that and I went, wow, where's this song been all my life? This is so, so much fun. So, uh, so little kindness. Great tune. Number eight. All right. Well, we're right back to you for number nine. If you are going to close with Heart of Rock and Roll. Uh, well, if we're, if we're going to 10, let me see here. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, oh, let's see. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> it is very real. And we're seeing it live. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just to show how how it is struggle to pick so many great songs off of another. Right, you great. know what? I, I, I'm going to, to, to say something that I shouldn't say. I think Her Love is Killing Me is a better song. But I'm going to go with Bad is Bad because I just remember being a teenager, you know, and singing those lyrics. And going bad is bad, and uh, you know, and and the memory that's that's burned into my mind of bad is bad. I'm gonna go with number nine. Bad is bad, and of course, it's been covered by Dave Edmonds, and it's been covered by um, who was the other one that did it? Uh, anyway, it, it's been done by other people. Uh, I think I think in fact, Thin Lizzy might have done a version, but I just love bad is bad, and uh, that's gonna be number nine. So there you go, bad is bad. But her loving's killing me. Great song. It really is. It really is. <laughs> but I just is. don't have the history. If I had 20 years of history with her love is killing me, maybe, but I don't. So bad is bad. 20 years from now, when we do a follow-up episode on this, Mitch. It'll probably <laughs> her love is killing probably me. probably make it. <laughs> yeah. 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 But her love is killing me is such a great song. I mean, when Weather came out and you heard those two songs while we're young and her love, you just go, wow, they still got it. And and then you hear pretty girls everywhere. It's a cover, and and they they make it Yui, and you just go, wow, they've still got it. So, but yeah, bad <laughs> is bad. Bad is bad. Come on, love the Ooh, tune. The now, let me, that that means you are closing with heart of rock and roll, correct? For your gonna track, gonna have to close with the heart of rock and roll. You, you can't. And I'm gonna I'm gonna close with the Canadian version of heart of rock and roll, where they start mentioning all the Canadian cities, you know, Vancouver and Toronto and. <laughs> And, and and Montreal, there's a version where they mention Montreal. So I'm going to go with Harder Rock and Roll, the Canadian radio edit, where they mention all our fine, fine cities. Which is awesome. Yeah, which is great. Smart marketing tool. So we have three very different playlists tonight. Yes, we have... one good one and two bad ones. <laughs> I, 
no, I'd say a really good one, a medium one, and a real bad one. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry you feel that way about yours, Gomez. But I, actually, I, I, I don't know, Brian. I, I, I might have maybe edged you a little. I threw yeah. some zingers at you, though. Yeah. You weren't expecting those out of me. No, but hey, it's it's not up to us. It's up to the listeners who vote. So, Mitch, why don't you go through your track list, track one through track ten, one time in its entirety, to oh let boy. people know? Uh, I'm going to try to remember where I put them. So I started off with some of my lies are true sooner or later. Then I went over to uh, when I write the book at number two. Number three, uh, I went with Power of Love, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 what did I do after Power of Love? I want a new drug. Mm-hmm. So they're all scattered. So I'm trying to figure. I want a new drug was number uh, four, and then we went over to I guess while we were young. Yep. Was number. See, look at that. I'm old and able to remember stuff. Isn't that great, kids? Yes. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, when we were young, while we were young. Uh, where did I go after that? Uh, forest for the trees? No, it was. Do you believe in love? Oh yes, yes, I do. In fact, it's uh, I do. Uh, we we both might not believe in love, but I do. You believe in love? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, then I went for forest for forest for the trees, which is just this quirky song off of, of a reasonably quirky album in a sense. Uh, and then uh, so little kindness, bad is bad. The heart of rock and roll is still beating in. Montreal. Gomez? Track one, hit to be square. Track two, if this is it. Track three, working for a living. Track four, I am there for you. Track five, free. Track six, her love is killing me. Track seven, back in time. Track eight, I want a new drug. Track nine, the heart of rock and roll. And track 10, the power of love. And my playlist kicked off with the heart of rock and roll with track one, track two, tell me a little lie, track three, Jacob's ladder, track four, perfect world, track five, heart and soul, track six, the only one, track seven, it's all right, not but it's all right, just it's all right, it's all right, (laughs) track eight, do you believe in love, track nine, hip to be square, and track 10, the power of love. Three distinct playlists that we are now turning over to you, the amazing playlisters, to vote at playlistwarspodcast.com and decide once and for all which one of the three of us got it right. Mitch, you're a friggin' legend. We can't thank you enough for coming on the show and doing this with us. Why don't you tell people where people can find you and all the awesome things you are doing and all the amazing people you are talking with on your pod? Yeah, absolutely. But but first, I just want to say I wanted to put "Simple as That" on the list because I love that song, and I just thought oh, it's, just, it's just not fitting with these other ones. But I, I just had to add that "Simple as That" deserves to be on people's playlists because it's it's a great song. Uh, but other than that, you can find me on Twitter at Mitch Lafon M I T C H L A F O N, and I have a Rock Talk with Mitch Lafon, which is on. Amazon and Spotify, iHeart, and all that wonderful stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I just interview rock stars. Today I had Kim Mitchell, you know, go for a soda. Followed that up by uh, Candlebox. We've got Zach Wilde coming up next week. So I just uh, I interview rock stars and I talk about rock and I try to make it fun. And if you do follow me on Twitter, be warned, there is absolutely no politics. It's just Thank you. music, music, yes. music. 
You don't need to know what I like or don't like, what I believe or don't believe. You just need to know that I like Huey Lewis, I like Bon Jovi, I like Def Leppard, and I like music. That's it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for saying all that, because that's true. (laughs) Yeah, nobody needs to know who I I vote for or don't vote. It doesn't matter. Yep, exactly. Huey Lewis matters. That's it. Well, Mitch, I got to say thank you. It's an honor having you on our show. Like Brian said, thank you so much for being there. Brian, as usual, man, thank you for always being the gracious co-host of mine. Uh, I can't thank you enough for everything you do with the show and with me here. And to thank all the playlisters for listening to us. You know, again, we had a great show. We're going to see you next time. Well, me and Brian are. You've been fired. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I got it. I was fired, but I'm going to be switching to Mitch's show next. So I'm going to be it's a gonna solo. It's going to be Rock Talk with Go, the Gomez. Go. So we, we, Gomez. we switch position. <laughs> Again, I want to thank all the playlisters. And we're going to see you next time when a new battle takes place next week. Good night, everybody. You can find Playlist Wars on Facebook and Twitter at Playlist Wars. On Instagram at Playlist Wars Podcast on email at playlistwars at gmail.com or via voicemail at 201-644-6498. That's 201-644-6498. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review and be sure to tell a friend or multiple friends about the show. Until next time, thanks for listening.